0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Week 9 review episode of the Bears Talk Underground Kitties is brought to you by MyBookie. Who else would it be? It's November, guys, when the NFL season is getting into the nitty-gritty. NHL, NBA are starting to heat up. And, well, baseball's gone, so we don't have to worry about that boredom anymore. But... If you got bets you want to make, no better place to make them than on my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you are betting with, and that's why I always tell you, head over to my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet you'll have all season. So, why do I recommend my bookie? You ask. Well, I'm so glad you did. Ask, they have in-game live betting, over/unders on fantasy points, and the most rewarding player perks in the business and uh Right now, MyBookie has a special promotion going on. If you make a deposit after 7 p.m., you get an extra $25 in free play for all deposits over $100 and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. So, what can what's better than free money? Nothing, I say. So head on over to MyBookie and use the promo code bears 25 to activate the offer, visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code BEARS25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. And if you do it after 7 p.m. Eastern, you get the extra 25 bucks. So it's up to you guys, but I would take the free money. Do it after 7. You can't lose either way. So here's to you, and here's to MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. This week on the Bears Talk Underground. With a treacherous three-game divisional gauntlet ahead and a struggling Buffalo Bills team in their path, the real challenge for our beloved on Sunday was keeping focus of the task at hand, not looking past the Buffalo Bills, and not getting caught in a dreaded trap game. Did the Bears keep their focus, and was it enough to get their fifth win? All of this plus bear up and bear down on the Week 9 Review episode of The Bears talk underground. For the second week in a row, the beloved take one of the uh, lesser teams in the AFC to the woodshed and come away with their fifth victory of the season. What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back for the week nine review episode of the bears talk underground and uh it was exactly what i hoped it would be i I would hope that we'd be be a bit more efficient a bit more consistent on offense however the defense got its groove back uh they put a foot in buffalo's you know what for four straight quarters and uh the result was a 41 to 9 thrashing of the buffalo bills on the road in buffalo so it was uh you know, we, we maintain our spot in first place and uh, we send the Bills packing, get a 500 record in this four game stretch against the AFC East. And it's a bittersweet uh, end to the second quarter of the year because, you know, at worst, we should be three and one in this with in this stretch. We should be six and two uh, right now. I can I can accept the loss to the Patriots. It's the Miami game that I have the most trouble swallowing missing the field goal and overtime even after all the rest of that nonsense with the Albert Wilson plays and and whatnot we still had a chance to win the game you know Akeem Hicks with the miraculous play at the goal line to stop Miami from scoring to give the ball back to our offense and we put Cody Parkey in a spot to kick a long field goal nonetheless but a field goal and um we miss it and (laughs) we lose so yeah that sucks but uh here we are at five and three at the halfway mark equaling last year's win total for the season at the halfway mark how awesome is that it's an outstanding job uh by these bears and um looking forward to what we have ahead something that we've been you know kind of prefacing for the last couple of weeks just because we've kind of been staring this in the face and You know, not something that you necessarily want to do, especially at in the NFL, but looking looking at what's ahead. Very hard not to with the Jets and the Bills kind of sitting in front of you and you're staring down the barrel of what the Bears are gonna have to do over the next two and a half weeks which is beat the Lions, the Vikings, and then the Lions again. And that Vikings game just got a whole lot more interesting because the NFL announced today that Bears-Vikings week number 11 has been flexed out of its noontime slot to Sunday night football uh, on NBC. So there's, it's a bittersweet thing. The, the sweet is that the Bears are back on national television, uh you know the a, a national tv spot that wasn't on the schedule when it came out the bitter being that that's seven fewer hours the bears have to rest and get ready for the uh, for the lions on thursday on in thanks on thanksgiving i mean that's the the huge negative about that we, we were looking at a noon kickoff game wraps about ups about three three twenty now we're not kicking off till about seven twenty game won't be over until somewhere between 10 30 and 11 o'clock that's seven to eight hours of preparation time in a in as short a week as the NFL will provide teams throughout the year, that is what the Bears now have to look at. So instead of having, you know, let's just, you know, round it up and say 96 hours, now we've got 80, 88 hours to get ready uh, for this game. And it could make all the difference between how fresh and prepared and ready the Bears are for that Thursday game against the the, the Lions. Uh, on thanksgiving day so just kind of keep that not looking at it to, to make excuses or anything god forbid if we do lose on thanksgiving day it's just that you know it, it's a like i said it's a bittersweet thing six in one hand half a dozen in the other however you want whatever cliche you want to go with you know, it's awesome that the Bears are being bumped up to or bumped down, you know, however you want to say it, uh, to Sunday Night Football. They're going to be on national TV, division rivalry, first matchup with the Vikings that, um, you know, if the Bears take care of business on Sunday against the Lions, that game is going to be for first place because the Vikings are off week 10. So they got two weeks to get ready for the Bears on Sunday Night Football in Soldier Field. And uh, if the Bears get past the Lions, will be six and three. The Vikings will be five, three and one and you know just percentage points behind us and if they win we'll be six and four they'll be six three and one and therefore in first place uh in the division so the bears handle business on sunday which i am cautiously optimistic that they will i mean it is it is the lions after all the bears have had such a tough time beating them over the last few years but you know they get they get done with the uh, against the lions on sunday that game against the vikings You know, it's already been amped up, moved to prime time and all that kind of stuff. It will, you know, throw a little bit more gas in the fire that it will be for first place in the NFC North. So, very, very interesting. So, it was awesome to see that announcement. But then the first thought afterwards was like, all right, well, now the NFL has stolen about eight hours to get ready in a very short window that we're going to have between that game and the and with the nuts not only that we play in the- there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip that's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The earliest time slot on Thanksgiving Day. We play at like 1130, you know, 1230 Eastern, whatever time uh, it is where you live. I know my Brits are like three, four in the afternoon out there across the pond, but over here it's 1130 in the morning is when that game is going to kick off. So we got the latest possible game on Sunday and the earliest possible kickoff on Thursday against the uh, the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. I mean, it would have uh, been much better for the Bears if they'd also kind of flexed the Bears and Lions into that nighttime, primetime spot so then they would have a full four days to get ready, but instead we're we're you know basically it's like three and a half days that we have now to get ready for the for the for the Lions uh, uh, next Thursday, not next Thursday, but two Thursdays from now. So I mean it's, and it, you know the thing, it'll be here before you know it too, which is crazy. But um, nonetheless, never mind all that. The Bears played a game yesterday. They won by thirty two points. The first quarter wasn't all that great. It was actually kind of uh, annoying. Uh, to watch the Bears were you know not very good on offense they were great on defense the Bills were horrible on offense and decent on defense we knew coming into this thing that the Bills had a good defense but would they be good enough to help neutralize the Bears and keep their offense in it after one quarter the answer was yes after that meh, that's where things kind of fell apart but we'll talk about the first quarter first we come out kind of struggling and uh, you know the Peterman leading the offense for the Buffalo Bills was always kind of going to be a losing proposition, even according to our good friend Sean Murphy, who helped us preview the game last week. He was not looking forward to seeing Peterman out there against the Bears with or without Khalil Mack. And um, what we got in the first quarter was something, you know, something close to what I was expecting. I was expecting at least a 7 nothing lead out of the Bears in the first quarter. But unfortunately, I did not get my wish. <laughs> Knee-jerk reaction to the first quarter, the Bears and the Bills, and it's been a... A display of offensive futility up to this point. Neither offense can get anything going, and anytime that the Bears do, they shoot themselves in the foot one way or the other, either with the, the offensive line forgot to block on third and one and got stuffed, had to punt. Uh, we just had a third and five get converted with a run by Tariq Cohen, only to have it come back for a holding penalty on the rookie James Daniels. So now it's third and 15, and that's how we'll be starting the second quarter. On defense, 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 the defense has been pretty great so far. We gave up one first down, uh, and the Bills have been able to do very little else thus far. It's been a game uh, field position battle so far that the Bills are losing, and the Bears are winning and not taking advantage of. So, I mean, we need to take advantage of these opportunities. I believe we're still in field goal range, so we don't necessarily need a first down on third and 15, although it would be nice. But remember, this is an offense that's only averaging 11 points a game, so so if we can put seven points on the board, maybe even 10 before halftime, we're already in a great position to win the game. So the Bears need to quit screwing around on offense to put some points on the board so that the Bills are trying to play from behind. Because when they play with the lead, they've won football games, both of them this year. When they're playing from behind, they don't, they can't do it. So let's get it together on offense and see if we can't put this game away before halftime. Yeah. So, obviously, I wasn't worried about where the game was headed, and that's mostly because the offense of the Buffalo Bills was as advertised. We talked about it with Sean Murphy when we had him on the show. Every bit of studying that I did that I could get my hands on uh, prior to our conversation, I I saw what I expected to see. With or without Nathan Peterman, if the Bears did well bottling up the run, of the Buffalo Bills and put it in the hands of Nathan Peterman. That is exactly what we wanted. We wanted him in the pocket, uh possibly throwing us interceptions, making mistakes or getting sacked because nobody was open and the pass rush but you know, was bearing down on him, no pun intended. And you know, that's essentially what we were getting uh in the first quarter. It's just that we couldn't back it up on offense and take advantage of it because we were playing like the 2017 uh, Bears constant penalties, shooting ourselves in the foot, and like I said, that one run uh, from Tariq Cohen that got us a first down. You know, it went from being third and five and getting a seven eight yard gain on you know to get a first down to being third and fifteen, and you know, killing the drive. And it was just uh, painful, to, you know, and annoying to sit there and watch, especially since we've gotten so used to the Bears being you know uh, mistake free as far as penalties are concerned. It was very rare uh in this short 8 game season thus far to see the bears rack up one penalty after another the way that they did against buffalo uh in on sunday and especially in that first half they had 10 penalties by halftime uh against the uh against the bills but as you'll hear me say, pretty much the first thing I say in the n- next knee jerk reaction, the second quarter, it's a completely different ball game this time around. Yeah. Knee jerk reaction to the Bears and the Bills after the second quarter, and uh it's a completely different ball game now because it was zero-zero after one. It is twenty-eight to nothing at halftime in favor of our beloved Chicago Bears. A couple of uh, interceptions uh, were in, sprinkled in there with Bears. With a, a pick-six from Leonard Floyd of all people. Um, he, who got on the same play, his first interception and his first touchdown of the year. Still looking for that first sack though. So good job, Leonard. And, uh, <laughs> it's been a funny quarter, man. The, 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 the bears polished off that drive that we ended the first quarter with. They actually converted that third and 15 and finished off the drive with a short, uh, I think it was just a one yard run from, uh, Jordan Howard. And then, uh, Basically, uh, then Eddie Jackson forces a fumble on Kelvin Benjamin, picks it up, runs it back 65 yards for a touchdown. And right there, the Bears basically have all the penalties that are assuming all the points that they will need. We'll talk about penalties here in a second. But all the points that they would need against the team that's averaging 10.9 points uh, a game. Then a few minutes later, they add to it. Uh, Kyle Fuller makes a play on a ball. It bounces up into the air into Leonard Floyd, who was in coverage, runs it in for about a 22-yard touchdown. The Bears are up 21 to nothing. And then, uh, and then once again, Tariq Cohen, who is uh, specializing today in running, is giving up yardage, giving up, you know. good Possibly get caught, lose 10 yards on a play. Somehow was able to turn the corner and gain yardage after that. Did that on a punt return. And damn near ran the thing back for a touchdown. Got stopped around the 20. And the Bears polished that off with a long touchdown run from, uh, from uh, Jordan Howard, his second of the day. So anybody who's got Jordan Howard in fantasy, having a good day so far because he's got uh, at least 12 points on the board for you. But... Uh, you know, that's it. We're up 28 to nothing right now. And we, have, we start with the football to start the second half. And the only thing the Bears really need to work on in this football game is penalties. Charles Leno has three false start penalties right now. James Daniels with the holding penalty that set us back uh, in the first quarter converted on third and five, had to bring it back because of a holding penalty that knocked us out of field goal range and stuff like that. Those little penalties, I think the Bears had six or seven in the first half, which is uncharacteristic of the bears this year so we shore up the penalties we clean everything else up the defense has been awesome today two defensive touchdowns i don't think we've sacked peterman but we working constantly in his face and the bills cannot run the football we've got this game well in control and we've got a four touchdown lead against a team that barely breaks double digits in each game so with that last statement we have a four touchdown lead on a team that has trouble breaking double digits uh, in, in each game it was uh pretty much uh, on cruise control in the second half or so one would think you know and, and that's exactly what happened there in in the uh, in the in the third quarter but we'll talk about that uh in a second um first of all we did not get the ball back after the we started with the football you know we, we got the opening kickoff the bills deferred so i was wrong about that but um you know it was just uh you know a, a an, an easy second quarter we put up 28 points uh, you, you know, with two defensive touchdowns, two offensive touchdowns. I mean, talk about balance. And then that run by Tariq Cohen. I mean, I posted on Twitter yesterday, does anybody else cover their eyes when Cohen starts to pull that off, you know, starts pulling that garbage where he he runs upfield, he starts giving up ground, and all of a sudden turns it around. And somehow when he turns around, he now has a wall of blockers that will <laughs> just create a lane for him to just run 60 yards Uh, down the field that's what he did on that San Francisco punt return that he ran back last year and that's what he did yesterday he turned a whole lot of nothing into a whole lot of something made for a very short field and a very short drive for Jordan Howard I think it was actually only about an 18 yard run uh, for him so not exactly a long touchdown run like I said I guess long for Jordan Howard since I think all of his touchdowns are from within five yards uh, until yesterday so you know, one thing was for certain by halftime yesterday, the team was having fun. You know, the, uh, the the one of the the cool things that they did yesterday was they did one of those poses in the end zone. I think after Jordan Howard's second touchdown, basically the whole team was in the end zone posing and, you know, and, whack, and, and um, fooling around in the end zone, pointing at it, Tariq Cohen came and dove in, and you know, kind of laying on his side and, uh, and whatnot, and it was it was obvious they were having fun, playing as well as they were uh, in the first half uh, there, and taking a huge advantage against a team that absolutely is, uh, you know, a practicing futility in trying to score points uh, for the Bills.